Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Good morning. We're going to pray today because the Lord tells us that there's really no need to have any single enemy at all. The Bible tells us how to achieve that. And it says in Proverbs 16 verse 7 that when the Lord takes pleasure in anyone's ways, he causes their enemies to make peace with them. So in other words, all your enemies can be at peace with you. In other words, your enemies will be the ones that are now helping you to succeed and to live victoriously in life. So let's pray. Father, thank you so much for today, O God. Lord, I pray that you cause us to live in accordance to your ways, those ways that please you, those speeches, those actions that please you, O God. Even as we do this, cause our enemies to be at peace with us in accordance to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've been following our devotional, we've been talking about soul winning. And the aim is to help you to understand the process of soul winning so that there are no barriers or excuses that will keep you from doing what the Lord has instructed us to do. We've looked at so many angles and we've actually this week did a lot of listing. We listed the 10 reasons why you can't ignore the instruction that Jesus gave us to win souls. We also looked at the five reasons why people don't win souls. So today we're going to look at why is it that even when you speak to people about Jesus, people are not willing to surrender to the Lord. If you look at the reasons why people don't surrender to the Lord, then it's easy for you to eliminate those reasons so that you are effective in winning souls. So today I'm going to give you five quick reasons why most people do not give their hearts to the Lord even after they have heard the gospel. Time will allow me to cover only five. There are a lot more, but I'm taking the five most prominent reasons why people do not give their life to Christ. Number one is you have no prayer or you have made inadequate prayer for souls. If you do not pray for the lost, they will not get saved. Now, this is because the Bible tells us over the heart of every unbeliever that there is a blindness over his heart. So when you are speaking to that person, he can hear the English language, but he will never understand it unless you pray and that blindness is removed. That thing that has blocked his heart from receiving the light of the gospel. So when you are talking about the benefits of Christianity, it doesn't penetrate his spirit. And so he is not able to be convicted and therefore he is not able to change. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, it says the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is the image of God. So in in other words, the blindness over the hearts of men will prevent them from seeing the superior value gained in following Jesus. It is when you pray and command that the blindness be lifted off the heart of a person and you ask the Holy Spirit to convict the person. It is only when you do that kind of prayer and then what you notice is that when you speak, the light of the gospel will penetrate. Now, I'm aware that there are many times where you probably meet someone on a plane or just at the groceries or whatever and you may not have taken time to pray for the person. So why is it then that you preach those people and they actually receive the gospel? The answer is simple. Somebody somewhere has been praying for the person. Maybe his father, maybe his mother, maybe someone from his church, maybe even somebody unknown has been praying for the person. And so that is why when you preach to that person, because prayer has gone ahead, the word of God can penetrate. But as long as you have not prayed for somebody, 
no matter how eloquent you are in preaching the gospel that person will not get it is an absolute waste of time it's just like pouring water on a stone it will not penetrate let's look at the second reason and it's also connected to prayer it is a lack of personal prayer preparation apart from praying for the soul you also need to pray for yourself you're going to ask god to give you wisdom you're going to ask god to give you boldness you know they're going to ask god to put the right words in your mouth because if you don't do this you will still not get the result you probably know what to say but you're going to be saying the wrong things because it is only god that knows the key to every man's heart he knows the sentence you need to make he knows the examples you need to give he even knows the hand movements you need to give that will trigger something in the heart of the person you don't know it so it is when you pray that the hand of god will come upon you and cause everything you are saying or doing to make sense to that individual that you're preaching to that is why paul in first corinthians chapter 2 verse 4 he said that my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words but with the demonstration of the spirit's power in other words he didn't come you know full of eloquence and saying oh i know what i'm saying i know what i'm doing the bible says his words came with so much power demonstration of power how did that come because he prayed so you pray for the soul you pray for yourself that is why people don't get saved because you're not making any sense to them because you have not prepared yourself to go out and preach because you have not prayed let's look at the third reason it is improper presentation of the gospel the truth is that nobody will actually understand the gospel and reject it nobody will so most people do not know how to present the gospel properly and when you do not present the gospel properly the person will be confused about the gospel and will not accept the gospel that is why a lot of people are not getting saved see what the bible says in romans 10 14 it says how then can they call on the one they have not believed in and how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard and how can they hear without someone preaching to them now that preaching there is actually written proper presentation of the gospel now if you read acts chapter 18 verse 24 the bible tells us about a jew called apollos the bible says he was a native of alexandria alexandria is a part of egypt so this was egyptian but he was a jew so a jewish egyptian he came to ephesus the bible says he was a learned man and with thorough knowledge of the scripture he had an understanding of the scripture the bible says in verse 25 he had been instructed in the way of the lord and he spoke with great passion and thought about jesus accurately though he only knew the baptism of john he began to speak boldly in the synagogue but when priscilla and aquia heard him they invited him to their home and explained to him the way of god more adequately when apollos wanted to go to akashai the brothers and sisters encouraged him and wrote to the disciples there and they welcomed him when he arrived he was a great help to those who by grace had believed because he vigorously refuted his jewish opponents in public debate proving from the scripture that jesus was the messiah did you notice what happened to apollos he understood the scripture but the bible said he had only partial knowledge of the scripture he only knew the baptism of john so he was teaching based on what he knows the bible tells us that there's a couple called aquilia and priscilla they came and they helped him they thoroughly educated him in the way of the lord and if you notice by the time he went to the next city he was much better so you improve in your presentation of the gospel the more you do it and if you have a mentor or a guide he's able to 
guide you in what to do so that you're more effective in presenting the gospel properly. That's why 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 says, Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, which means there is a wrong division of the word of truth. If the Bible is telling us there is rightly dividing the word of truth, you automatically know it means that there are people who wrongly divide the word of truth. To be able to divide the word of truth properly, you need to study your Bible. You need to ask the Holy Spirit to help you to understand the scripture. Let's look at the next reason why people do not get saved. And it is because the person preaching goes, you know, in his power, in his strength. He doesn't depend on God. He feels he knows what he's doing. He feels, oh, I have experience. I'm eloquent and all of that. And you would fail if you go with that kind of attitude. You need to remember Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 where the Bible says that it is not by power. It is not by mind. It is by the Spirit of God. So as you go, go with the person of the Holy Spirit. Always telling me your heart, Holy Spirit, I'm about to speak. Help me. Depend on the Holy Spirit and let him know you are depending on him. Don't go on your strength. Don't go based on experience. Don't go based on what you think you know. Go based on the help of the Holy Spirit. Another reason people do not give their lives to Christ is because of improper packaging, especially women. You know, you're going to preach to somebody and you're not properly dressed. Sometimes they wear tight clothes, you know, the half of your body is showing and you just look very tacky and you're exposing parts of your body. It will be difficult, if not impossible, for somebody to believe that you have anything to do with Jesus. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 2 verse 24, it says, As it is written, God's name is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. So when you go with improper dressing, you're careless, your skirt is short, your trousers are tight, your blouse is revealing, you have already destroyed the gospel even before you start. Nobody will take you seriously and nobody will take the gospel seriously. Let's look at one more because of time. It is mixed signals. In other words, your lifestyle is one way. It is not reflecting Christ, but your words are reflecting Christ. Nobody's going to listen to God. Imagine you just finished fighting or quarreling with someone and next minute you're preaching to the person or you're preaching to somebody around that area. Nobody's going to believe you. In your office, you're not living right. And then every day you're praying, you're talking to people about Jesus. You know it won't work. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 10 he says you however know all about my teaching my way of life my purpose my faith my patience my love and my endurance it was paul writing to timothy paul was telling him you know my teaching but it's not just about my teaching you also know my way of life in other words Paul conducted himself with so much dignity. He didn't give mixed signals. And that's why he was able to touch and influence and impact lives the way that he did. Because it was beyond just praying. It was beyond just quoting scripture. It was beyond just preaching. He lived the right kind of life. His lifestyle modeled the lifestyle of Christianity. Don't you know that Christians were first called Christians by unbelievers? They looked at them and the Bible said, these men, you know, they function, they look, they talk like jesus and so the bible said they began to call them christians and that's in antioch you find the story in acts chapter 11 verse 26 please go to our website download tracks if you go to our website www.mspdevotion.org click on the world so winning day icon and you will see tracks that you can actually download you will also see how to pray for the lost it's a document that I've done, a comprehensive document on praying for the lost. You can click on it, download it, pray for the lost. You have tracks you can give out to people either by e-copy or hard copy. But do whatever it takes to talk to someone about the Lord Jesus. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Rock on, the countdown to World Soul Winning Day is now on. Believers all around the world are gearing up to go out in clusters to make Jesus known on the 30th of April and the 1st of May. 
2022. Have you signed up yet? Log on to our website at www.mspdevotion.org to locate the city coordinator or cluster closest to you. You can also download from our website, eTracks, which you can use to tell people about the love of Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to this message and have a blessed day. My covering, you are my stability, my foundation, you are my shield, you are my covering, you are my stability. you are.